0: Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. All right, welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ podcast, a podcast where we help people tell better stories. Uh, my name is Tyler Hurst. And with me today, I have three ladies, which is, uh, which is a first, so I feel very blessed. So we'll go around the table, and they can all introduce themselves.
1: Hi, I'm Laura Orsini. And what do you do? I am a book consultant. I help people who are writing books get it out of their head, into print,
2: and then to market. All right. Useful person to know. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Newland and I'm a realtor, blogger.
3: Hello, I am Rebecca Joy, and uh, Laura Orsini is helping me with my book. Putting together a collection of stories from my adventures of being a firefighter and collecting stories from my peers.
0: All right. Uh, again, my name is Tyler. I'm still a writer. I'm actually an experienced improv uh, actor at this point, <laughs> uh, and uh, and I've been a monologist for an, for an improv troupe as well. So I'm adding monologist. Some, yeah, I'm adding some things to my resume. Uh, monologist is when uh, someone from the audience comes up and takes a suggestion from the audience. And then you tell a story, about three to five minutes, and then the improv troupe behind you listens to that and then acts out a couple sketches based on on what you said. So they can go anywhere from making fun of people in nursing homes to impersonating my ex-boss as a velociraptor, which was was really funny. It was a good time. Uh, anyway, today's episode is uh, is based on the excellent Creative. Uh, I just finished his book last night, so thanks, Todd Henry, for that. And in it, it talked about setting goals. It about talked about setting weekly, monthly, and yearly goals, actually quarterly as well. And for me, because I usually go from project to project, I work on deadlines, and I never set goals. I never have in my entire life for any reason at all, except uh, when it comes to physical activities like running or or racing or anything like that. And I was wondering if anyone else had troubles or if I'm the only one that never, that never bothers with setting goals. I actually
1: did something interesting, uh, that was recommended by a a business coach I know named Suzanne Musers, and that is to create a success book. So you could call it, you could call it life goals because it can, you categorize all the different aspects, finances, relationship, career, dream goals, and then. I just, what I did for my own success book was cut out pictures and journal, and it's all in one place. So the goal setting, the journaling, the vision board, it's all together in in a little binder. And um, I looked at it after a year and one of my goals was to, to meet my significant other and I've gotten married since the last time I opened that book so <laughs>
2: it's kind of like the secret right?
1: it is a little bit it's actually but but the, the piece the secret misses is the taking action part so even the setting like goals that. writing the goals down okay. is a piece of taking action Tyler
0: now how often do you look at those goals is that something that you review that, like once a week well, or once a you know what month? I did was
1: I broke the goals down and I they're all over my house I have one on my front door one on my bathroom mirror one on my bedroom mirror and I it's more of a a, a subliminal thing at this point because I, the bad part of having them there is that you don't see them anymore but i do when i'm brushing my teeth that's when i notice the most because it's right underneath my bathroom mirror
0: uh, so you check them every day then so you're constantly reminded you your goals, at least right. subconsciously
3: and so your husband is also looking at these goals for you that's correct? very true <laughs> <laughs> very good laura
0: <laughs> my mom does that my sister does that as well they'll put pictures up around their their mirrors um in their rooms to remind them of either, you know, a a level of physical fitness that they want to attain or a level of comfort or anything like that. So they're useful for you then.
1: You know, getting married is the one that I've been able to cross out the list. So I'm not saying that I've had... 100 percent success but i know that since i did it and coupled that with affirmations that's different from goals but just the repeating affirmations i t- recorded them on a digital recorder and have my own voice listening to myself say them with yep. the musical background when i did those two things everything in my life my business and relationship just skyrocketed so okay. yeah i think they've been successful
0: okay and then elizabeth as uh as a realtor, obviously your job is to sell houses to people. Sorry, sell homes to people. Um, <laughs> do you have any goals that revolve around e- anything but you know how many houses you need to sell that year?
2: Uh, well, we talk a lot about goal setting and in realtor when when we realtors get together, and I don't find that super useful. I know that's going to make a lot of real estate agents angry because they say you have to, you have to, and I definitely look at at what you know, my yearly income needs to be, and, and work towards things like that. Um, but as far as writing goes, um, and blogging, I've only recently, in the last year, been able to be somewhat successful in my writing, because I set goals that I don't let myself out of. Um, I decided, finally, I've had this blog for, you know, six years, and it was just a, when I feel inspired, I would write something. So I would go months without writing anything, and that's no way to build an audience. So about a year and 2 months ago i said okay you know what i'm going to blog every week three times a week and i'm just going to and now i don't i don't have multitudes of people reading my blog but At the very least, my father, (laughs) if I don't blog on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays, he will email me and say, what's wrong with you? Has something happened? Is something going on?
0: Now, did you tell him to to remind you or does he just – that's just what he does?
2: No, yeah. He just reads my blog and and he gets nervous. And people have said to me before that, yeah, like because occasionally I'll have a week where I really can't get a blog out on a Monday. Um, And so I'll put one out on a Tuesday and I'll get a couple of emails like, oh, good. I thought something had happened. So it it helps me to have that um, accountability.
1: But that's awesome. You know, people are following you. Do you use ActiveRain?
2: No. I would
1: recommend ActiveRain even if not as a paid subscriber just because their SEO is through the roof.
2: Yeah, I'm really against ActiveRain. But I, I know, I mean, I've looked into it. And I know that people have opinions about it. I just feel very much like I want to develop my own site. Perfect.
0: She has the power of Jay Thompson on her side, Perfect. so she's not the <laughs> active Randall. Helps. Rebecca, uh, goals for you, any sort of shorter? I know, you know. You obviously, your goal is to finish the book, which you've done. Your goal is to, is to promote and all that stuff. But do you have any smaller goals that you, that you try to achieve weekly to build up to bigger ones?
3: I was so thrilled when you initially said that It sound like you're resistant to goals.
0: I just don't know how to do it. Um, That's it. I'm
3: kind of on your page. I do have a clue, but for some reason, I just I'm resistant to that. If anything, I would want to change the word goals to intention. Goals is is it doesn't well, work for me. Goals is
0: concrete. Intention is kind of not really. Like I intend to do something good today. Oh, uh, yes,
3: <laughs> I can see how you frame that. That's yeah. very good.
0: Which is my which is what I've been doing for a long time. So, uh, so do you have anything like finish X Y by? End of this week, or are you just kind of going and taking it as it comes.
3: I feel like, as a firefighter for over 26 years, I would just go to work for 24 hours, and life happened. There was no goal. I mean, working oh, out during the day, down yeah, it's just. Out, I like mean, okay. I'd be in the shower, and then I get dispatched to a house fire, and so you know I had to get there quickly. So it wasn't like I could set any goals during that day, and I've kind of taken that attitude of just living day by day. And more spontaneous, I can see where parts of it is not serving me, mm-hmm. where I need to be. I think the word goal, intention also equals discipline. Oh, definitely. And I do have discipline, but not to the point where I could really be getting more things done. Okay. So I'm still working on it. It's it's still a challenge to me.
0: Gotcha. What do, you, what do any of you think about uh, public versus private goals? I mean, I've noticed that... The more times you talk about stuff in public, then you can have, uh, especially mm-hmm. for like Elizabeth blog, people hold her accountable to that. I'm going to publish two times a week. And so when she doesn't, they ask her. Uh, same thing when I was... Accountability. Yeah. When I was finishing up uh, the mm-hmm. book I ghost wrote, uh, I asked Katie, I was like, bug me about this every single day. So do you guys have any... I mean, we'd li- I'd like to say that we're all internally motivated to do, to do great no matter what, but I tend to get distracted uh, very, very easily. And not just with like completely random distractions. Like I'm not talking about watching TV. I'm talking about doing other, other projects and it takes away from, uh, from a greater, greater goal. So do you, do you think public versus private makes a difference?
1: I have two thoughts. One is to keep your goals really simple On a daily basis, what I have heard and what I find works for me is two things that I must get done in a day. My list is never just two things. It could be a thousand things, but two that absolutely must do, those get done when I Mm. make sure that there are just two on that list. And usually more than just the two get done. But if I don't set anything as the goal and just I'm tackling a thousand things on that list, I could get distracted and everything else but what's on the list actually happens. And I do think that public support helps. I mean I made a – just a goal to start working out again after a two-year hiatus and put that up on Facebook, and people are still checking in with me to say, "How is your workout? You
0: yeah, know, yeah. I've I actually started to do that too. Um, I used Foursquare and all that to check in when I'm at the gym. And my my plan is to go every day. It doesn't always happen, um, but I'm hoping that – because I get encouraged when people say, oh, you're at the gym. Good job. Yay. Uh, but that helps a lot, so that's, that's cool. I agree. Yeah.
2: I mean, definitely. I'm definitely on board with the public goals just because, yeah, people will hold you accountable. And it's, it's humiliation that holds me most accountable because I'm like, if I announce it to everyone and then people like 10 minutes later are like, like oh, I'm going to go on a diet. So what are you eating right now? Uh, not mini Reese's peanut butter cups. I don't, I don't know what
3: you're asking about. It just helps, you know.
0: Anything public versus private? I mean, most of your stuff already is pretty public. You're writing a book. You're, you're doing an event.
3: I must say it's, it's more of an embarrassment sometimes
0: where
3: yeah. I started this book a long, long time ago.
0: A long time ago. Yeah,
3: you know, and then I, I make an excuse and I don't know if I can, I can't justify it, but life happens. You know, you have kids, you get married. Oh, wait, you get married, have kids. You know? And then I think that there's perfection and timing in things. And where mm. I feel frustration that I should have had it done long ago, well, maybe there's some reason why. Okay. And so I want to beat myself up, but then I have to forgive myself and say, okay, I think I should have had this done a long time ago, but it's not there. So it's okay. Damn it, i got to get it done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you think that it
2: would help, though? I, I mean, I agree with you that life happens, and that happens to me all of the time, that I have my goals, and then um, something explodes or whatever, and I can't get it done. But um, it seems like maybe just setting the goals and, um, you know, having them be the smart goals that they always talk about, like the specific, measurable, attainable, I can never remember what the other time time bound, Time bound. Realistic. Realistic. There you go. Very good, um, Laura. <laughs> that then, if if you set out those goals and you don't make them or whatever, you know, these are going to be my goals for the week, and then you don't get them, then you can like add them back onto the list. I mean, I mean, it seems like you are making progress on on your book, but I can't imagine living without <laughs> specific goals. No,
3: no, I do, and it's more internal. I don't know if I'm more of a free spirit, which well,
0: I think you also really appreciate outside. Uh, frame, frameworks and people not telling you what to do, but people um, uh, giving you some direction. Because I know I do. Like I always tell clients when I when I get involved with them, I like, I need a framework to work from. So I need you to tell me what I can and can't do, and then I can bounce around that box from there. And it sounds like that's you operate a lot like that, um, but you end up being. I think you end up being less productive. I'm not saying you end up you end up having less quality work or you don't get as much done, but you it ends up taking a lot more energy to do it.
3: What I find is yeah. interesting if you were to say Rebecca you needed me to do something
0: mm-hmm.
3: I make you more important than me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I've seen a lot of women a lot of women have as- that have that issue. Of, Is it women? Because
3: I know that it's that's. Women I,
1: it's not just, no. I think it's a human nature. It's thing. not. It's yeah.
0: not just women, but I would say more women.
1: <laughs> on the average,
0: more women tend to put themselves uh put themselves second for everything. Making up statistics. It's true. <laughs> it's
2: well, you, uh-huh. know, you know,
1: related to the the guilt for not having gotten things done, there's a master sales trainer named Eric Lofholm, and one of the things that he has a whole goal setting. CD. And one of the things he said is to not accomplish it doesn't mean you failed. It just means you didn't do it. And so maybe it wasn't the right Mm -hmm. thing. And we have to reframe that whole failure thing and that whole guilt thing. I also have a a coach locally named Champion. And I remember her saying that guilt comes from making rules for ourselves and then failing on the rules. And that's when we feel guilty. So it's guilt is always self-imposed because we said I will do X, Y, or Z. And then the day comes and I didn't do X, Y, or Z. So then I feel guilty about it. And it just becomes this ugly cycle. And And we have to to let go of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like it's like dieting, what they always say about dieting that then if you say, okay, I'm going to eat healthy, all morning, and you don't, then you're like, well, I should just throw away the day. Why don't I just throw away the week? When, like, in fact, just the fact that you ate something bad in the morning, if you can move past that and grow beyond that failure, then you're going to be a lot more successful.
0: Okay, so so our takeaway from this is it's okay to eat bad food in the morning as long (laughs) as you do what you have to do during the rest of the day. That's right. All right, and that's it. We'll wrap this up, and thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time.